In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 12. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was teaching in the temple area, he said, How do the scribes claim that Christ is the son of David? David himself, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So, how is he his son? The great crowd heard this with delight. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, we see again today that the people arguing with Jesus again are trying to make politics into a religion, to change politics into religion. And they're making these claims, you know, about, it seems like they're making claims about how the Messiah will be the son of David, as if it's the most important thing. And it's true, you know, Jesus is in the lineage of David, according to St. Joseph, and I believe even according to the line of Mary. So in the genetic line of St. Joseph as the foster father and, excuse me, and the in the adopted line has St. Joseph as the foster father and in the genetic line through Mary he is a descendant of David but it's not the most important thing see Jesus didn't come as a liberating Messiah for the political situation in Jerusalem at the time he didn't come to save Jerusalem from Roman domination his purpose in life, his dying on the cross, was not to politically liberate Jerusalem from the power of the Roman Empire. That didn't happen, and it's not what he came to do. His picture is much bigger, so to focus on that, that he came just to liberate Israel from Roman oppression or other types of oppression, it's too narrow. Jesus came to save all the people in the world, all the people who lived before him, Jesus came to save them. We know that between his death and resurrection, that Jesus went down into the realm of death, or Hades, or Purgatory, or Limbo, or whatever that place was, and he liberated all those who were waiting for him. All the good people born before Jesus that were waiting for the Messiah, he came and rescued them in his descent into the dead, as we say in the creed. He descended into hell. In the creed we call it hell. He descended into hell. All those people were waiting for him. In fact, John the Baptist preached him to them, preached to those people before Jesus came. That's why John went to his reward first down to preach to the souls in hell or Hades about the coming of Christ who he came 
and rescued. And then Jesus came to save all the people in the world alive at his time. So his death is for all. His death is for all. And then Jesus came to save all the people who would be born after him to the end of the age, to the end of time. That includes you and me. So when we think of Jesus coming as a Messiah, as the Anointed One, as the Christ, Christ does all mean the same thing, Christ, Messiah, Anointed One. When Jesus comes as that, it's not to liberate a political situation, but instead it's for the salvation of souls. It's for eternal life. It's for everlasting joy that he comes. And to think about that mission of Jesus, how wide it is, how broad it is, you do have to begin somewhere for that to take effect. So he did begin in a particular place, in a particular time, for that mission of the salvation of all to grow. Because you have to begin somewhere and sometime. So as you're thinking of the mission of Jesus... Begin with your own life. He came for me and for you. He came for my own life. What is it Jesus wants to do in my life? Well, he does these things. He, Jesus is our Redeemer. He is our Savior. He is our Healer. And he is also our Jesus saves us, he redeems us, he heals us, and he delivers us from evil in our own life. First of all, redeems us. So Jesus redeems us, which means he changes us. He doesn't just leave us in sin. He does forgive us, yeah, but then he redeems us as well. For example, if you had a baby who had a poopy diaper, you could say, I forgive you, baby, for pooping in your diaper. But then if you leave the baby in a dirty diaper... That's not a very good parent. That's a terrible, that's abuse. <laughs> so Jesus is the same way. He forgives us of our sin, but then he redeems us. He changes us. So we're not stuck in our old nature. We're not stuck in all the effects of that sin in our life. He forgives us and he redeems us. And that's where the healing comes in too, because sin causes damage in our life. Or other people damage us sometimes. Or sometimes even the church can damage us. He's a healer. He's come to heal that part of yourself that needs to be redeemed and healed. Also, Jesus is a, a liberator, a deliverer. So he delivers us from the power of sin in our life or from false ideas in the world or from the devil or from our broken parts of ourself. He's come to deliver you from that to liberate you from those powers so they have no power over you so you're not trapped in that endless cycle of sin and failure and oppression and then he's come as a savior you know see we don't he has to do it you see we can't redeem ourselves we can't heal ourselves we can't uh, liberate ourselves but only by relying on Jesus his power, His grace is how we get redeemed and saved and healed and liberated. Can't do it yourself. So we have to turn to Jesus for Him to do it for us. 
Look, it's right there in that Fatima prayer. It's in the rosary. O oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Good, forgiveness. O oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. So, so forgive and then save. He has to do it. Lead us, not... Uh, lead us. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. So, forgive us, save us, uh, to, uh, lead all souls to heaven, or bring all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. So it's all in there, you know. Deliver us, and lead us, and uh, bring us into heaven. It's by the power of Jesus. It has to start in your own life. It has to start with something real in your life you need to bring to Jesus. Some struggle that you're having needs to be redeemed and you need to be healed and delivered. And that's how He saves us. We bring it to Him and we ask Him. And He sends us His Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the saints and Mary and the angels all guide us to the Father and through the power of God and the help of the saints we achieve our union with God one step at a time one baby step at a time may Almighty God bless you Father, Son, Holy Spirit Amen